Welcome to the Alpha Insight Podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I just got new software and I'm super stoked to use it. So, yeah, you, you might hear a little a little bit of sound effects today. Welcome back to the show. I'm so sorry that I missed last week. I've been on a break. I needed a break. Needed to get inspired. Um, that's all right. I had a good time. I had a good break. I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. And today we're going to be talking about a little bit about the holidays because it is still a little bit the holiday season. It's almost New Year's. Oh, crap. When I'm when I'm publishing this, this is going to be past New Year's. So, okay, I'll, I'll just have to figure that out. But we're recording on the new Roadcaster Pro 2, which is super exciting. This thing is awesome. And I can now take phone calls, which I'm probably going to start doing next week. I'm going to have phone calls of guests from, you know, the audience. And uh, yeah, so you'll be able to hear some more, some new perspectives, which would be super awesome. Um, But with all that said, we are going to be going into a little bit of a deeper topic today. We're going to be talking about some deeper stuff. We're going to go over self-hatred a bit, which is going to be very interesting. It's going to be a, it's maybe a difficult one for some of you. It might be a little bit difficult. All right, so this holiday season, I was having a, a, a rough time making this script, but I knew I wanted to talk a little bit about self-hatred, and I knew I wanted to talk about the holidays because it was the holidays, and it still kind of is. I mean, when you're hearing this, it's not really going to be. So it's, it's, it's the new year, 2024, and you've made it. You worked so hard to get here where you are now. How does it feel to be here? Does it feel good? I really hope it feels good. This is my last episode that I'm recording in the year of 2023, and it has been an honor, my friends, to be able to do this for you. It has truly been an honor. I I couldn't be more happy with the numbers, my listeners, and everything. Next year, I plan to grow the podcast a lot, and I've got some ideas for doing that. but. For the first year, actually a few months, we did pretty good. And I'm I'm super excited for next year. So thank you to all my listeners who are still here. Thank you for letting me have a couple weeks of break because I definitely needed that. So, so let's talk about, I guess I'm probably going to save the whole Christmas bit because it's past Christmas and then, I mean, it's kind of too late for that now, but the new year. I mean, it still kind of works here. So many of you feel the new year is, is, is a hard time. Along with Christmas, I have, a, I have a hard time with Christmas and the New Year's. This year, I thought it was going to be great and, and go super well, but I, I definitely had a hard, harder time this year than I would have liked to have. I wanted to talk a little bit about why we hate, like why some people really dislike the holidays. And I think a lot of you know why. I mean, I, I think a lot of you don't like the holidays yourselves, but I, and I'm sure there's a lot of you who love the holidays who are listening right now. But I, I hated Christmas for a long time. I want to I just talk about this for a little bit, even though I know Christmas is over, da-da-da-da. But I, I want to talk about this just for a little bit. So I hated Christmas for a long time and when I was not doing well mentally, and I, I, I hated all of it. 
you know, the, the New Year's, Christmas, and maybe you do too. So I want to talk about it just a little bit. If, you, if you're like me, maybe you're not in a great, great mental state currently. And that is why Christmas can be so hard for some of us or the New Year's can be so hard for some of us. For me, I, I wasn't really doing bad mentally, but I did still have kind of a hard time this, this, this holiday season. Because this is a time when you kind of just get to reflect on your year. This is a time when you get to you get to look back on everything, on all the moments you're proud of, on all the moments that you're you regret, all the things you wish you would have accomplished. You know, all those times you said that you were gonna quit or start this or you know quit quit that or you know whatever. It gets it gets really hard for some of us to deal with that because you have high expectations for yourself and it's good to have high expectations for yourself. But a lot of times what happens is you lead yourself into a self-hatred. I mean, for me personally, I I have this specific amount of tasks that I need to do throughout the year, throughout the week, throughout the month. And if I don't accomplish all these things, then I feel like I'm a failure and, you know, I wasn't working hard enough and, you know, I was wasting my time, you know, whatever, whatever, fill in the blank, right? And it's, it's, it's been really hard for me this whole year of 2023 to take a break because I was in such a mindset of, I have to keep going, I have to achieve this and become this and whatever, whatever, but and so it was really hard for me to, you know, take a rest day. But for many of you, maybe it's, you know, so for me, that that led to a lot of negative talk to myself. If I wasn't achieving this, if I wasn't, you know, the the person that I wanted to become, then I'm, I'm a failure. And it, it led to a lot of self-negative talk and, you know, kind of self, not, not necessarily self-hatred. But, I mean, and I would use that negative self-talk to my advantage and I would use that as a I guess a boost for me and I would you know whatever but so this this Christmas season I've I've taken a a break two weeks off and I've I've been trying to just just reflect on how how did my year go you know what did I not accomplish this year and learning to be okay with that but at the same time scrambling to get <laughs> the the rest of my things accomplished for the rest of the year and you know it can be a stressful time the new years right at least at least for me maybe i'm just crazy but i, I don't think so i think a lot of people deal with this so you know the the, the new years is especially really hard because it just reminds you you know of all those things that you never accomplished. I told myself so many times, I'm going to read a chapter of a book every day, or I'm going to whatever, whatever every day, or I'm going to do this once a week, or I'm going to quit doing this. And these things didn't happen. So it can be stressful, can be stressful. But, and, and that's, that's where the power of ones come in. And I talked about this a little bit before, but it's, you know, if you, when you look at it at the end of the year, it's, it's just so crazy because you had so much opportunity, but you decided not to one more time. And you just decided to hold off one more day, one more day, one more day. And those days add up so much. You, you see what I'm saying? The power of one, one percent. It's just so crazy. And that, that's, I'm not going to talk about that today, but 
that's just a little bit of something for you to think about. So the new year can be seen as goals not accomplished, time wasted, mistakes made, and people lost. For some, it may feel like you're missing out because while you're, while all your friends are, you know, having their New Year's kiss, you aren't. Or all your friends are out partying and you're stuck at home and you've got no plans. You feel left out. And that can be hard for a lot of you, for a lot of us, right? And in, in the whole New Year's kiss, the dating, the whole dating thing, I'm going to be talking about really soon. Got this whole plan for Valentine's Day. I want to lead up with a few episodes about dating and whatever, whatever. So I'm going to be talking about that pretty soon. But let's talk about some of the ways to go about this new year going into 2024. Number one, you don't need, yeah, this is, this is the first thing I do want to say because it's so important, but so little people understand this, but you don't need a new year to quit that habit or you don't need a new year to start that habit. You don't need the new year to change your life. And I want to get that clear to you because so many of us are like, oh, well, I'm going to quit smoking next year on New Year's or I'm going to start going to the gym on New Year's. But you don't need a new year to do that. And I just wanted to say that real quick. And yes, the new year is a good time for It's like a hard reset for you. You're like, you know what? I'm going to choose who I want to be this year. And you know what? Go achieve that. Become that. But you also don't need a new year to become that. And just if, if, you, if you miss a few days in the gym, if you mess up a couple times in the, in the early of the year, that's okay. That doesn't mean you wait a whole nother year to start again. You don't. And that, that's what I wanted to stress to you before we got super into it. You don't need a new year to become a new you. You just need a moment. You just need to decide, you know, even a new day. Looking back on this year is good, but it has, but use it as a learning experience, not a negative experience. That's number two. Looking back on this year is good, but use it as a learning experience and not a negative experience. So for me, I was looking at it in a negative experience for a little while because I was like, oh, I didn't accomplish this and I, I'm not rich and you know whatever all my goals were. I was like, oh, I messed up on this and I didn't quit that and you know this and this and this. But then I, I was thinking about it a lot more and I was kind of just sitting on that, you know, and I was, I was just thinking about it. And this year I've made the most progress I've ever made. I've changed so much and 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 grown and learned so many things learned so many things I never even knew I would become this person that I am now and it's like I could choose to look back on this year in a negative experience I could choose to look at all the people who have hurt me and you know all the things that went wrong but in the very least at least I learned from those experiences. I learned a lot. And and so did you. It's just a matter on how you choose to look at it. So right here, I want to kind of pause the New Year's talk. And I want to talk a bit about self-hatred, feelings of self-hatred towards yourself. Because while I was looking at myself in a negative way for a little while, 
for a, a while, a long while, actually. I was having a hard time this this, this Christmas. And I'm, I guess I didn't necessarily have self-hatred this year, but I definitely have before. And, you know, a lot of you, I've talked to a lot of people and, and a lot of people have told me some of their stories and self-hatred is a real thing. And so I want to, I want to share you a little bit about, I want to share with you a little bit of my story and why I hated myself for a long time. And, and something to know about self-hatred is, is a lot of times it's, it's unethical. It's just, it makes no sense. Sometimes you just hate yourself for the stupidest things. And that's, that's, that's mental. That it's just a mental game. You know, that, that's just how it goes with depression, with anxiety, your brain tells you things and you know, it's, it gets hard to, I don't know. But a lot of times it's like you, you'll, you'll hate yourself for no reason. Even if you do what you wanted to do or you quit what you wanted to quit, you can still hate yourself. It's just, that's just how it goes. So, okay. All right. Let me talk about my story a little bit. So after my sister had gotten cancer, let me, let me get this, this point clear right here. You know, when, when my sister had cancer, my, my parents were in the hospital a lot for a very long time, every day for a very long time. And us siblings were kind of I not not neglected. We were definitely cared for, but it was just very hard because, you know, our parents, you know, like couldn't take care of us at the time. And that's that's okay. That's okay because you know, they they had their hands full and I'm not blaming them at all whatsoever because we were we were always taken care of. But it was hard for us as kids because for a long time we, you know, we didn't have our mom mom and dad to to talk to to get advice from you know for help and so it was really hard for us because you know I, I think a lot of us maybe as siblings have you know we felt kind of neglected I mean and let me say this one more time I do not blame my parents for this at all and and I know that they love us all so much you know but at the time that's how it was you know and so with our sister going through cancer and and going through this whole process, it was very scary. And our parents gone all the time. It was like, you know, we were we were kind of scared, you know? Like, what's going on? And that led a lot of us to start coping with this whole cancer thing in our own ways. Because we didn't have anybody to look look up to. We didn't have anybody to help us with it. And so we all kind of learned how to cope with this with things in, in our own different ways. So you may be thinking, why? <laughs> How do, what does this have to do with self-hatred, Jameson? Come on. <laughs> um, so right after this whole cancer thing, next day was my turn, and um, I wanted to give you a little bit of background. So after this whole cancer thing, it was my turn to steal the show. I was very, very depressed and, and suicidal for a long time, as many of you know. And with that, I took a lot of my parents' attention. I took most of my parents' attention. And yes, I was already dealing with self-hatred at the time, and I was dealing with suicidal thoughts, and I was dealing with anxiety and depression and, and this and that and whatever, you know. But I, I, I took my parents' attention 
And it, it, it may not seem like such a big deal, but it is when you have all these people in a family and nobody knows. It was like everybody just got hit by a tidal wave and nobody had even recovered. And then it was my turn to throw that next tidal wave. And next thing you know, all my siblings are, are scared for me. And then mom and dad were constantly focused on me because they couldn't even leave me alone because I was hurting myself and you know, whatever. Right. And I, I, I did, I hated myself for a long time because of that, because I was taking up all the attention and, and I hated that because I knew that my siblings were struggling too, but they couldn't get help because everybody was focused on me. And that led everybody to cope with that in their own ways, you know? And, you know, some of you may be thinking like, Hey, Jameson, that's not even that bad. Not that big of a deal, but I don't know, that made me feel really guilty for a long time, you know. Made me feel even worse about myself because, I don't know, I knew that my siblings weren't doing well and they couldn't get the help they needed because I was, like, I don't know, just <laughs> because I needed help, I guess. I don't know. But that led to a lot of self-hatred for a long time, right? So self-hatred is 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 a is a hard thing to understand because, you know, it's good to be self-aware, but hating yourself isn't good. So now that the story's over, let's talk about this for a little bit. In some people, they hate some negative qualities of themselves, whether that be toxic traits or behaviors or physical aspects. And, you know, I think it's, it's good to dislike the negative things about yourself, but not hate the negative things about yourself, I guess. I, I don't know. It's It gets really complicated right here, so I'm going to do my very best to explain this to the best of my abilities. <clears throat> Hating yourself is not good, but being self-aware is good. So it's good to notice your flaws, whether that be physical, mental, how you treat people, you know, your actions, whatever it is. It's good to be self-aware of those, those negative, those, those flaws. And I tend to mentally beat myself down when I make a mistake, especially if I've already made that mistake and I was like, oh, I'm never going to make that mistake again. And then if I make it again, then I really mentally beat myself down. And that that's not good. Okay. There's, there's, it's, it's a very complicated topic here. So let's talk about when self-hatred is bad. Did you get that? When self-hatred is bad. <laughs> I love that. That's so awesome. Self-hatred is bad when you hate yourself, when you feel there's no point in life, when you seem to think you do nothing right, which is a big one, actually. It's not good to view yourself negatively and accept yourself. <clears throat> in, in my opinion, you should accept yourself, your body, your mind, when it is something you physically cannot change. Let me get this clear, okay? I see too many people these days... And I don't mean to be super mean and offensive, but I'm tired of seeing this. And I see too many overweight people saying, you know, like 400 pound people saying body positivity BS and, and you know, just accept yourself and it's okay to whatever. That's messed up. I fully disagree with that. I do think it's good to accept yourself, but not make excuses for that. You know, that's not okay. 
And at the end, whether you like to hear it or not, at the end of the day, you're really just harming yourself. And I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here, okay? And I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It's one thing to be, I don't know, a little bit overweight and be okay with that and, you know, kind of accept yourself. It's another thing to be like morbidly obese and try and get other people to be obese and tell everybody that it's fat shaming if you don't agree with them being fat and whatever. You know, this is a very complicated topic. I don't know. I don't know. This is a very complicated topic. So yes, accept yourself, but that should never mean to make excuses for your negative behavior. I think I said that right. People are saying this is body positivity and just, just accept yourself because they want to normalize having no self-control or no discipline. And I, I think it's bad when you accept yourself because of your flaws because that is basically you giving yourself the okay to not even try and change or be better. Let me say that again. I think it is bad when you accept yourself because of your flaws. You should never accept yourself because of your flaws. And I don't think you should try and expect to be perfect either. But that's what you should strive for, right? Strive for per perfection, but that doesn't mean you're ever going to reach it. And nobody's going to reach perfection. Now that we have that out of the way, I a little bit of a rant about obese people telling everybody to accept themselves and body positivity... I'm telling you, this is a really hard topic to cover, okay? I'm doing my very best, and I hope, I'm praying that this, you know, you, you take out the, <laughs> I don't know. I hope this is, comes off in a good way for you, I guess. All right, so the next point about self-hatred is that it is not rational. I think that's the right word for this circumstance i'm trying to expand my vocabulary and that's the word that i went with oftentimes when we are in this cycle of self-hatred we blame ourselves for things that oftentimes are out of our control you know sometimes uh, for a lot of people who who hate themselves they they just put the blame on themselves for other people a lot of the time and i did that for a very long time I would take the blame for everybody because I hated myself anyways, so what? what is it to, I don't care, you know? Number five, it continues the cycle of negative thinking and bad habits. Self-hatred continues the cycle of negative thinking and bad habits. And we, I went over this, this, this cycle a little bit, I think it was a couple months ago, the four, the five stages of depression or something. Yeah, I believe that's that's what it was called. Super great episode. But let's talk a little bit about how to break this cycle of self-hatred. You need to learn to tell yourself positive things about yourself. This ties back into the whole perception episode when I was talking about how life is a point of view and it's all just a matter of how you choose to look at things. This is a big, big step with self-hatred and and self-negative talk. This is a huge step for this. So one of the things that I had learned in my therapy was it was the stupidest thing, and I hated it. I hated it so much, but it works, okay? And it's just, it's crazy. So, okay. 
what I had learned was what they what they told me to do is every time that I start talking to myself negatively, what I had to do was I had to consciously stop and then tell myself the truth. And you may be thinking, well, it is true, Jameson. I am I am overweight or I do suck or, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, right? Well, it is true, Jameson. No, no, no. You know what the truth really is, okay? At least I'd say 90% of the time, you know what the truth really is. And you know what a thought is. You can tell the difference between reality and just your mind talking, right? So it's, you know, I weigh like what, 160, 160 pounds. And if I was walking around all day saying, telling myself I'm fat and I'm not, but if I was walking around all day saying I'm fat, I have to consciously, I know that I'm not, I have to consciously stop myself and I have to tell myself the truth because I know I'm not, but oftentimes when you let your mind just keep telling yourself that, you start to believe it. Now, let's not, definitely it's good to be self-aware if you are overweight, okay? That's not, I'm not telling you to just disregard what the truth really is, but I'm telling you to, you know, Use your brain here, people. A better example, less complicated, is I would walk around, you know, I'd be thinking, oh, nobody loves me. I hate myself, right? And I'd be telling myself this all day. And when you tell your, when your brain says that so many times, you start to believe it. So what you really have to do is you have to, with negative uh, self-talk, Self, negative talk, negative self-talk, I don't know. Anyways, with negative self-talk or self-hatred, when you're in a, a period of when you're thinking negatively to yourself that's not rational, you have to take a step back and tell yourself the truth. So when I was saying nobody loves me, I had to stop myself and tell myself, okay, these people love me. And I had to tell myself who loves me and, and, and you know, when I would tell myself I hate myself and I'd have to stop and I'd be like, no, I don't hate myself. I don't like the fact that I made a mistake. I don't like the fact that I'm not where I want to be, right? You see what I'm saying here? It's not like I don't hate myself. I just don't like where I'm at right now. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. So now we can talk a little bit about self-love. And I want to talk about self-love since. We're talking about self-hatred. And so what should self-love be, you may be thinking? What is self-love? Accepting your flaws that you are physically not able to change. That's, that's self-love. You know, it should not be a way for you to excuse negative behavior once again. You know, what self-love should not be is accepting your flaws that you are able to change, that you are able to change, right? And what it should be is, you know, if you're like me, I have to work X amount of hours and do these many tasks per day, and it's never enough until I make it perfect. And, you know, you need to understand that you are enough. You're enough. And while you're not perfect, mentally, physically, you are enough. And I was struggling with that for a long time. Because I felt like I had to work an, this this many hours to become 
enough until I had realized that God made us enough. When he made, when he created us, he made us enough. So with all that said, my friend, I hope today's episode, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, honestly. I hope you learned something and I hope you, honestly, you know, I hope you have a great new year. I love you, my friends, and I'm rooting for you. And I don't have all this homework and whatnot for you this week, but it's 2024. Let's kill it this year, guys. If you want to keep in touch with me, if you want to keep in touch with the podcast or updates or whatever, you can check out the Instagram at Alpha Insight Podcast or the Facebook. Also, the Backpack Drive, where it's ending January 7th. So feel free to message me on whatever platform. I'd love to, you know, whatever. If you want to be on the phone call next week, message me. That would be super awesome. I want to get one of you on the phone call. That'd be super, super awesome. So that you guys can all, you can, you can hear some new perspectives and whatnot. So I think that would be helpful for everybody to, you know, hear a bit of a new perspective. So with all that said, my friend, if you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and review, share it to one of your friends. That would be super awesome. I would super appreciate that. And have a great week. Have a great first week in 2024.